Happy New Year, world. It's your boy. It's your boy. He's back, the nonprofit sector connector. That's right. So this is a journey that I started January 8th of 2021. Came up here to the attic after I talked about doing this program, philanthropy and focus for a couple of years. I said, I, I have this mission. I have this idea. I have this concept I want to do. I want to interview leaders of nonprofit organizations and help them tell their story and amplify their message. And today we'll represent 149 episodes of that journey, that mission. I help nonprofit leaders come on here. Well, they help themselves get on the show, but then I help them tell their story and amplify their message. And that's what it's all about. We've got an exciting episode. My guest will be here shortly, and we're going to jump into that conversation as soon as he gets here. But really what I want to tell you about is 149 episodes of a thing that was just an idea, something that I came up with, something that I thought I could add value and make impact to the nonprofit sector that has given so much to so many. And the work that the nonprofit sector does listen let's let's be honest helping people who are affected by homelessness helping people who are food insecure helping people with different abilities helping people with intellectual developmental disabilities right serving i say helping i should say serving and supporting people with different challenges in their life and i feel like it's appropriate because i'm in the time frame right now of interviewing semi-finalists for the Long Island Imagine Awards. So I figure I have this opportunity now to tell you who the semifinalists are in the categories for Long Island Imagine Awards. I'm going to go through them very quickly, but if you want to check this out, you go to imagineawardsli.com. So this is the this is the diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility. These are all the semifinalists I'm going to go through. I'm just going to tell you the title of the organization. This is diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility. You have Best Buddies. You have the MLK Community Center. Long Island Coalition for the Homeless and Long Island Crisis Center's PFY, which is Pride for Youth, the LGBT Network, SEO Family Services, and the Women's Diversity Network. And that's all in that category. And then in the, and that's actually the Beth Page Federal Credit Union category, Beth Page Federal Credit Union being the sponsor at that level. Then uh, at, at that particular, um, uh, that focus diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility. Then you have the Serenian and Associate Social Impact Award. You have Bethany House, Catholic Charities, Girl Scouts of Suffolk County, Options for Community Living, Rise Life Services, SEO Family of Services, and Winter Center for Autism. I'll tell you, some of these folks have been on this show. Some of these folks will come on the show. This is my hometown, Long Island. Sometimes we say Strong Island. This is Long Island, and these are the Long Island Imagine Awards finalists. The Sir Tillman Ballon Leadership Excellence Award. ACLD, Cradle of Aviation Museum, East End Food Bank, Hair We Share, New Ground, LGBT Network again, and Options for Community Living again. At some other juncture, when we have more time, I can dive into who those leaders are in that organization. Then you have the Arts and Culture Award, which is sponsored by the Claire Friedlander Family Foundation, Art League of Long Island, Backyard Players and Friends. I know a lot about that really important organization, Backyard Players and Friends. Shout out to Ellen and my friend Nana out there. Ellen's been on the show. Co-Dance Co, Dancing Classrooms of Long Island, Gold Coast Art Center, Longhouse Reserve, Spirit of Huntington Art Center. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know I'm on the board there. You know they redid our brand for Vanguard Benefits. I'm very closely connected to that organization. And then the Westbury Arts, also in that category. And then you have Flagstar Bank Innovation Award, Backyard Players and Friends again. DDI, Diversity Disabilities Institute, make a note, I'll be out there in about a week and a half for a visit because I will be doing uh, an on-site visit with DDI, so that's exciting. EAC Network, Green Inside and Out, and then you have America's Vet Dogs, Spirit of Huntington again, and Tigerman School, again, supporting that population of individuals with intellectual and developmental disabilities. Then you have, I don't do a lot of self-promotion about our brand, Vanguard Benefits, but I'm going to do it right now. For four years running, we have been the sponsor of the Rising Star Award. And I'm just going to shout out to my partners, Vince Blossie and Ed Probst and our team at Vanguard Benefits for sponsoring the Vanguard Benefits Rising Star Award. You have bringing birthday parties to homeless children. That's their tagline. That's birthday wishes. What a special organization, gang. Here we share Holocaust Memorial Tolerance Center of Nassau County, Little St. Nick. Shout out to my buddy. I think I just saw something. Uh, Ray Muller on the New York Stock Exchange ringing the bell this morning. Um, Ray's been on the show, but we got to get him back on the show. Sibs Place, Strength for Life, 
which again, fighting cancer with exercise. Gang, I'm not a doctor, as you probably knew that. I did not stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night, so I can't even pretend I did that. But I will say, you know, there's so much of the mindset, the focus, the mindfulness, and the energy work that we can do to make ourselves healthier. So, you know, when somebody gets that cancer diagnosis, there's there's work that can be done aside from just the clinical work. And then we connect the dots, which is a STEM organization, science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. We connect the dots. That rounds off the Vanguard Benefits Rising Star Award. If you didn't catch everything I was talking about, what you can do is go to imagineawardsli.com, imagineawardsli.com, the Long Island Imagine Awards. Or you can always hit me up, Tommy D, NYC on Instagram and at email, Tommy D at philanthropyinfocus.com. This will be the first time I'll tell you here in the attic, here in the attic, focus is spelled with a PH. And why would you say that? Tommy D, why would you spell the word incorrectly? And I would argue that in my world, that's how you're supposed to spell focus. But I've been saying it for a long time. So here's why. Two reasons. I love alliteration. It's my favorite grammatical tool, and it's probably the only one I really understand. So philanthropy starts with a PH. Focus starts with a PH. And when I grew up, so I was born in 78. In fact, shout out to me because tomorrow I turn 46. So I was born in 78. It's interesting how every year this time, last year we did the show on my birthday. It was the 100th episode. Heather Edwards from Allied Foundation was here. Today it's right before my birthday. It's kind of funny how the program started January 8th, right around my birthday three years ago. Um, I, I just say I, I kind of lost what I was going to tell you about my birthday because I got focused in my own head there. But last year, Heather Edwards was on the show. Oh, philanthropy being focused. Why is it a PH? Born in 78, grew up here on Long Island. And right around the time I was 13 or 14, I found a, a local radio station called Hot 97. And I became very focused. And I, I love hip-hop music. I love the Beatles. I loved Nirvana when Nirvana was around. I love rock and roll. I love it all. But, um, you know, we used to say a word when we were kids, like, yo, that's fat, or that's fat with a pH. So I give a shout out to the pH and focus is reminiscent of that, but it's also reminiscent of the alliteration piece. Look, check out the Long Island Imagine Awards. Keep in touch with me, Tommy D. at Tommy D. at Philanthropy and Focus, P-H-O-C-S dot com. If you want to get me on email and always on the Instagram. I haven't figured out this TikTok thing. There's a Tommy D. NYC thing on TikTok, but I don't really know how to. I mean, I could dance around. I see my kids trying to go, Dad, let's do the TikTok dance. I don't know if that's really what I'm supposed to be doing, but you can find me there too. Otherwise, just go to my attic. Like, show up at my house, knock on the door. I'm two flights up from the kitchen where I get my coffee. All right, listen, without further ado, my guest is here. H2O, Haran Hargrave. The organization is called Bowling for Peace, number four. You know, like I have four kids. What's up, Haran? Brother, I'm so glad you're here, man. Tommy D, what's going on, man? I had to, you know, make it work, make it work. You know what I'm saying? Here, live and direct, you know? Uh, you know, all is well, all is well. Back back to the grind, back to the grind. You know what I mean? You see my, listen, not everybody's watching us. Some people are just listening. But I got my, I got my little bit of swag, right? NYC Elite, everybody, this is the big, it's, I keep calling it a tournament. And in fact, my wife. You call it a tournament. And it, I mean, it's more like showcase, you know. Showcase. And that's what I've been trying yeah. to say. Right? But I grew up playing CYO ball, right? I was never, never the greatest. And when I went to high school, I went to uh, Old Boys Catholic High School on Long Island. Shout out Shamanot Flyers. And Shamanot, I, yeah. yep. And I was not like, as your shirt says, elite. I was not elite. Uh, but I, <laughs> so I, so when I got, I played seventh and eighth grade, I played soccer. And then when I got to Shamanot, I, I told my kids this the other night. Yeah, I didn't make the soccer team. And like, that was kind of sort of it. And I started playing, I started really working in the bars at that point, at that point. But I've been calling it, and I know it isn't, but we. I've been, and my wife corrects me all the time because I say tournament. It's a tournament. Mm-hmm. She goes, Tommy, it starts with a T. It's a that's tournament. Yeah. No, no, it's like a tournament. Yeah. And she goes, that's not how you spell tournament. <laughs> but apparently, we've already established, gang. I spell things the way I want to spell things. We've already done that. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, that's hey, that's how it is, man. You know, it is what it is. You know, so you got to do what you got to do. You didn't play ball, like, because I know you start playing later, and we're going to get into all this today, but you didn't, see, I played CYO ball, and there was always a Christmas tournament or a holiday tournament. Like, you would mm-hmm. get, you know, we'd go out, it was like a double elimination or something like that. So yeah. you, so here's what we're going to do today on the show. Uh, we, you know, we'll go to a break in a short time, but let's just start the, let's start the conversation, because sure. this is a really important organization. You're doing great work. We happen, no backstory, but you and I happen to connect, and I was at your event uh, uh, just last week, it was only it was you know Wednesday, Thursday last week during, yeah, during yeah. Week, man. Fast how 
friendships move super duper fast, man. That's how I, I like to move it. So tell me, first of all, your background. I mean, you didn't like yeah. I, I heard a little bit the other day, but I mean, you weren't always playing basketball. No, 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 I was I was always playing basketball, but I didn't get to play on my high school team. Okay. I didn't play high school ball until my senior year in high school. Got it. Okay. So like, but I've always played like in leagues and tournaments and things of that nature. Um, I've been playing ball since I was three years old. You did. All right. So I got yeah. that. So, all so, right. So, yeah, my mother used to run basketball tournaments when I was a little, little boy. And Anthony Mason, God rest his soul, he played in my mother's tournament. Mark Jackson used to play in my mother's tournaments. He used to be at St. Albans Park in Queens, New York. I know and, well, um, man. I know well. Yeah. I, I knew that the neighborhood where we were at in Springfield Gardens last week, and we never even got yeah. to talk about this, but like, I used to be a salesman for ADP, the payroll company, and my territory was Southeast Queens, right down by yes. the airport, right? Springfield Gardens, Longton, Cambria yeah. Heights, St. Yeah, Rosedale, yeah. All right, all that, all those neighborhoods down there. So for me, I mean, it's like, I, I, it's funny how life is because I left ADP in 2010, yeah. 14 years ago. So I'm not often in the neighborhood over there, but I used to be there like every single day. So it's yeah. it's just funny. So I know St. Albans for sure. And so your mom used to run tournaments and or tournaments, as I might say. And uh, yeah. tell me about that stuff, man. So when I, I was too young to really realize, recognize it and realize it, but I remember growing up and in my attic, we had tons of like old trophies and stuff like that. Like your attic? You know, you see in my it? attic. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in my attic. Oh, my I God. Have, I used to have an attic. You know, growing up in Queens, we grew up in houses. So, you know, just recently until I moved into uh, out to Jersey is the first time that I ever lived in an apartment. Right I never lived in an apartment building until more more recently, the last three years of my life. So yeah. um, other than that, before I've always lived in, in, in apartments, I mean, in uh, in the house. Yeah. So my mother, my mother used to run tournaments um, out of St. Albans Park. And had some of the top top guys there, but remember, I was a little boy, so I didn't really, so you know, I didn't get to see it. Yeah, so action. Did she she play ball? Like, what was her? How did she? Uh, get- no, my mother was just, you know, she was the educator. You know, yeah. my mother was an educator. She also was a, a grinder, so sort of like myself. You know, she used to uh, run the tournament. She used to have plays. She was a playwriter and really? a director. Um, so. Uh, in that Springfield High School, she used to put on like talent shows. I remember putting on it used to be called putting on the hits, and uh, she used to do uh, the Wizard of Christmas. She wrote a play called The Wizard of Christmas, and um, I remember watching that as a kid. And she used to put me in her plays as well too at Springfield High School when That's I was like probably like in middle school and first grade, like you know in grade school. And um, again, we I remembered all of those things. We used to also my mother used to have an icy truck. So in the summertime, we used to have a push cart, icy yeah. truck, our own black-owned business. And my mother was a teacher. But then as a teacher, you get six checks. I used to remember because she used to tell me she gets six checks for the summer yep. and she's off. But instead of just sitting on that, yeah. we used to have our own business, our icy truck business. And you used to sell ICs at Baisley Park and all that. My, my uh, So, like, you know, like Rochdale Village and, and the neighborhoods yeah. down there? Like the Rochdale Village Mall and stuff, gang. Yeah. If you're listening to this somewhere on the other part of the globe, man, you you you're not gonna get some of the Queens. Content. This is Queens, yeah, man, big Queens. Shout to Queens. I'm sorry, I get myself in trouble all the time. Definitely my top borough. You might not know. Yes, I live on Long Island, everybody. But for the first year, year and a half of my life, I lived in Belrose, Queens. And then when my wife and I got married, we bought a place out in Glen Oaks, Queens, which is basically Belrose again, kind of the beginning of Queens, the end of Nassau County, whatever you want to want to call it. But selling for ADP through Queens for many, many years. I mean, that's I, I that's my heart. I love Queens. Uh, big, big Mets fan. Shout out to the New York Mets. And also, like, Haran, who I want to introduce you to was my friends Brendan Levy and Tom Gretsch over at the Queens Chamber of Commerce. I mean, I want to I want to introduce you to a lot of folks, but some of those people are are, you know, Queens for for uh, for real, just really, really well-connected people. We are going to take a quick break. When we come back, Haran and I are going to continue to talk. We're going to continue to learn about his organization. So the organization is Ballin' for Peace, Ballin' for Peace. We'll share more about that. You're going to the nonprofit sector. Connect right back. Philanthropy and focus. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? 
I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you a high-achieving, growth-oriented leader? Are you interested in developing your authentic leadership while creating a healthy, inclusive workplace? Hi, I'm Dr. Mira Bronku, host of The Hard Skills on talkradio.nyc at 5 p.m. Eastern on Tuesdays, where we discuss how leaders develop the hard skills needed to make a greater impact. We interview experts, have live coaching, and tackle these challenges. Listen to The Hard Skills on Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Nonprofits need connections to move in good directions. So cut through all the static. Join Tommy in his attic. Right, gang, two flights up from the kitchen where I get my coffee when I'm not getting it at Duncan. Shout out to Duncan. Duncan, anytime you want to sponsor the show, baby, just send me a note. Well, we'd love to have you as a sponsor because I certainly run on Duncan. Wow, just in case, like, I'm not fired up enough and talk about caffeine. Haran, H2O, <laughs> my man, I'm so excited to meet you. I'm so, I mean, like, life's funny because I was there on another mission, helping out a company, doing some brand ambassador work, and that's how you and I connected. But I want to read something before. I want to go back into the story about the ICs and your mom and the, the you know, with the truck and whole thing, because there's, there's relevance there, I'll get into it. But, gang, who am I speaking to today? Professional basketball player, community activist, philanthropist, hip-hop advocate, Ron H2O Hargrave, he's made a positive and lasting impact in basketball, his community, and music since graduating campus, Magnet High School in Queens. Now, they were there the other day, too, right? Didn't they play? That, yeah, they that, played. They played in it. Yeah, they played yeah. against uh, – JV played and also uh, Varsity played. All day, Wednesday. So, we'll, what are we talking about, gang? We'll explain what we're talking about Wednesday, Thursday, mm-hmm. last but I want to go into a, cl- a couple more pieces. I am reading this directly. So, pure shooter, lockdown defender. Hargrave earned a scholarship to Sacramento State University where he led the Hornets in scoring with 13.8 points per game during his senior year and became known as a premier guard in the Big Sky Conference. Following yeah. his time in Sacramento, right, went to play overseas Romania. I was just telling my sons about this last night. Romania. Hungary, Dominican Republic, Colombia, Mexico, or Mexico for the rest of us, right? And Puerto Rico from 2008 to 14. It was back in New York in a tournament, the Sun Tournament, Hoops in the Sun Tournament, excuse me, where he got this nickname. And then, and what what happened was, now his nickname is H2O, you know, like water, like in my mason jar gang. Yeah. But why? Because it said, the announcer said, was praising him, saying his jump shot is pure like water and i said to my son last night i was like my older son plays and my little guy plays too um and i was saying to him i said his name's h2o and my my son's like yeah yeah because he's smooth right like like water right like and i go yo yeah and now i don't i don't know but i'll tell you the funny thing i think i told you yesterday when we were talking um after being at your showcase last week which we're going to dive into uh I had the opportunity, a friend of mine invited me to a Stony Brook basketball game Friday night. So I was with you with a whole bunch of basketball Wednesday, Thursday. And I don't know what it is. It's the time of year, something like that. And my wife had taken my son up. Uh, his team got to his the team he plays for, uh, the middle school team. The coach got a bunch of tickets to a Fordham game. So my wife mm-hmm. took the kids up to, a, to see a Fordham game. So when I told her I could get to Stony Brook, she was like, I want to go. Which to me was like, yeah, wow. Yeah. He was digging it. Look, basketball, we know, I don't need to tell you, it's a great game. 
funny what's going to happen is the next two episodes of this program are going to be a uh, gentleman that I, I introduced you to the other night, Chris Noel from New York Rolling Fury, and then a guy we have in common, um, Zoe, CEO Zoe, is coming on the show because he's bringing Gary Forbes Foundation on Philanthropy and Focus later this month. So I don't know how it happened. Oh, nice. Right? So it's going to be a basketball month here on Philanthropy and Focus. And um, I was telling my son, I think, you know, I haven't played ball like in any sort of competitive nature, but maybe I got to get back out there, man. I'm not in the best of shape, but I sort of have the body of like E.T., the extraterrestrial. You remember the movie E.T.? I saw like skinny arms, skinny legs, and a little, and a little oh, belly. Man. It's an ice cream. All right, enough self-deprecating humor. All right, let's, so I want to hear about the Italian ices because I'll tell you there's a connection there. I'll tell you why in a second. But your mom, she she was a hustler. She was a grinder. Yeah, she, so, she, she, we got mom still around? Or no, she, 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 she passed on uh, when I was like 19 years old, so... Right. A little while ago now, you know, um, I was uh, I was out in college. I was in uh, Shafee at the time when she passed away. I got the news. Um, you Sorry. know, she was, uh, you know, she was a grinder, very, very uh, strong woman, you know, yeah. who uh, that's where I got a lot of my, you know, yeah. my, my thinking from, you know, my mother like embedded that into me. Like, you know what I mean? Independence yeah. and things of that nature. So, yeah, she was uh, she's no longer with us. But she's with me every day, if that makes sense. You understand? So it makes sense yeah, to me. Yeah. It makes sense to a lot of people listening. So what? She, it was like a cart that with the ice. We had an ice. So we had an ice uh, push cart, like you yeah. see with the with scoop ices. We used to buy the barrels. They used to be seven dollars a barrel, like the little barrel, the scoop cups. And back in the day, we used to sell them for fifty cent in a dollar. Fifty cent for two scoops, four four scoop for a dollar. On Fridays, we do five scoops for a dollar. It was a special that we used to do. Now, first of all, I, I'm connected to this, and I'll tell you why. And, and you don't notice about me because we're just getting to know each other. But my dad owns a Rouse Italian Ices franchise, so yes, I, yeah. so I'm known out here on Long Island. I'm known to show up at nonprofit events with tubs of Italian ice on the arm, yeah, yeah. meaning free, right? <laughs> so, like, yeah, yeah, want to donate. So, you and I will talk about that. Certainly, oh, right, sure. it was 29 degrees this morning. We're not scooping Italian ice right yeah, now. No, no. When we're in the park or something like that in the spring and summer, sure. we'll hook up on that. So I do summer events as well, too. So that could be, you know, for my Queens Week event, that can definitely be it. And I've been thinking about uh, coming out and, and buying a new push cart and just doing it, you know, either myself sometimes or just having people, you rent it out and everything. But at the end of the day, I want to do that and, and bring that back for my mom. It's uh, so like be a part of that and maybe, you know, maybe there's some co-branding we could do together and, and memory. Yeah, for sure. I look at that story. Look how these things happen. Tell me about you, man. Let's 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 get in. So yeah. we, know we grew up, but so you start playing. You played balls when you were three. Your mom with the with the tournaments, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And so and you want to play in a, in a college level at that point, right? You yeah. want to play one ball. So so quick story. Um, grew up in Southside Jamaica, Queens. Uh, born and raised. You know, started playing ball at a young age. Um, been you know, I always made goals for myself. So played at Campus Magnet High School. I only played one year because my junior high school, I'm run through this real quick. My junior high school had the ninth grade. Back in the day, they used to go up to ninth, middle school used to go to the ninth grade. So I stayed for my ninth grade year. So that's a year wasted from high school. You know right. what I'm saying? I couldn't. And then when I came into uh, high school, I went to Campus Magnet. I was supposed to go to St. John's Prep. I went to Campus Magnet and I played in Allen Gardens in Long Island, Long yeah. Island Gardens. And I fractured my left wrist playing in a tournament out there. So that wasted my whole uh, sophomore year. Now, my next year, my junior year, right before basketball season, in, in um, like in October or whatever, I break my left arm. Do you play, play fighting? I was going to ask you. See, because like, look, my, my son, right before, we had him in batting practice. Like, he had a batting coach all, all winter last year, right? And he falls down, screwing around, playing football in the, like, in the street and breaks, yeah. like, all these fingers. And, like, baseball season is about to start. And so was it – it wasn't a sport thing. It was just messing around. What, no, you, we just – no. So we <laughs> – back in the day, it was coming from, like, an AAU game, me and my guy. My guy, Keith, we was playing around. He used to go to Canarsie High School. Yeah. And I was at campus. And right before the season, we used to just – wrestling just wrestling playing around and um i remember like i grabbed him he had me and i had my arm on the fence and i like had him on the fence imagine like on the fence and you got him here and you're on the fence and just keeping him on the fence like that right he like pulled off 
and my arm stayed on the fence. Oh, man. So my so- arm is on the fence, and I can't move it. It broke from here. Way up here, like on the shoulder? Like here, like right underneath my shoulder. Oh. So my shoulder's here, like right, like right here. Oh. My arm breaks. Oh. So still sitting like when it my when it grew back, like the, the bone is actually stronger. Uh-huh. It's like a it's very like tough yeah. right here. If you hit my left arm. You feel like you because like I broke my jaw. That's it's a, a little it's a little uh so right here, see right here I can here, right? Yeah. And my left is a little tight. Uh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. See. So I can't fully you know well, but it didn't stop you from playing at a high level after that, right? So you get so it does oh, no no so I, yeah, I got, you know, started lifting, got everything back. You know, you, and when you're that young, you know, I'm maybe 15, 16. When you're that young, your bone, your body just healed. You're like Wolverine at that age, you know. So um, I got back and I got ready. But, again, I always was playing in tournaments. Yeah. Like, you know, tournaments. So everybody knew me, you know, from hooping in tournaments and stuff. And then – but I just didn't get to high school. So I couldn't play in high school. See, again, I, I took that out of context because when you were on the mic, and, again, we talked about it, at your events, you're not always on the mic. It's not about you. It's about the mission. Mm-hmm. Right? But I did notice – That's literally when- the only time that I spoke that whole entire event. Well, and what you brought up when you spoke, though, was that piece about how, like, you you know, you wanted to play and you reached out to some coaches, you you know, what you wanted to get, and you needed some mental. Okay. That, that's so, so, so – so that when that happened, I was just saying how unfortunate I wasn't able to play high school sports, but I was still playing basketball. But it's just that every time that it came to the high school season, some nonsense happened. Like, you understand? Like right before the season. But I wound up playing my senior year. I averaged 18 and 8 assists, 8.8 8. 8 assists. I averaged three or four steals a game. Uh, I made honorable mention uh, all city, first team, all queens in my one year. Yeah. But my grades wasn't that good, so I didn't have the, the grades. The guy that I was praising, my guy Tippy, his name is Thomas McTurnan. Uh I came to him at the end of my senior year. I met him at the end of my yeah. senior year. Not during, literally the season was over, and I'm, like, trying out for, like, the wheelchair classic, the this, the that. I didn't have the grades, so I went. he had something called Big Apple Sports. What's that? And I went to him. Uh, it's like a, a junior college exposure camp for yeah. like junior college kids so i'm gonna be lot too as well now as, as i'm getting these kids scholarships and things of that nature so i went there and that's where i got seen and i didn't want to go to junior college i wanted to play at least another prep year because i only played one year of high school basketball What's that? so we got to explain that to some people and we're gonna go long on this break because we're we get into that but like juco is like an angle that guys look i gotta get my grades up i gotta get some time on the court whatever and it doesn't have to be basketball it could be anything right but you're what does that mean with prep like you were able to there's another year well, there prep, so the difference between prep school is extended high school that's what i mean so it's like another so prep school yes it's like the fifth year of high school okay Yeah, you can even graduate, but it's like a postgraduate year. Like even if I graduate, I could have went there for a fifth year. Meaning, let's just say an individual finishes all those requirements, they can still go through this year. Got it. Yeah. So now you're doing that, and now you're prepping for college. So you could take college preparatory classes and things, things that are nature that's helping you go to college. Right. So um, I didn't go there though. I didn't. um, That's a whole nother story that why that didn't happen, but um. Tell me what did you went then you did go to junior college like or- I went to junior college so junior college your career your your, your clock starts so now you have four you used to have four oh five to play four you used to only have five years to play four you mean when you right? say you mean in that window there's a five year window in that window five yeah, year yeah. window you can play four and five Got it. right so once your clock starts that's how it is but now I don't know what's going on this guys who who started in 2016 still playing right now but they still point like your point is they still only get four years or no they can play they have more eligibility than that they have four years but it's i don't know how it is now it's spread out between this and that like you could get a red shirt yeah a gray shirt yeah that's like an injury uh it's it's so many different things you can say mint they have mental illness where they can't uh, like play fit they're they're accepting a lot more. Back in the days, it was a lot, a lot less. Either you just clock started. So if my clock started, I didn't want to go to junior college. I wanted to get my grades up so I could go to a four year school. But uh, I went to I wound up going to Southern Community College on Labor Day. I wasn't even supposed to go there, 
my aunt, God rest her soul, my aunt Sharon, my mother's older sister, uh, she very into education. My mother at that time wasn't, you know, she wasn't the best at, at um, she kind of, you know, she had, she was a diabetic and just her health wasn't the best. So my aunt kind of helped me out with these processes in colleges and stuff like that. But these people, you know, your, your, your aunt and your parents, they just want you school, school, school. They don't care about the basketball aspect of it. Right, I want to play basketball. Again, me playing one year high school basketball, then going to a Division three junior college, which is Sullivan Community College. There's no way that I'm going to make it to Division one now, right? In people's minds, like, how the hell are you going to make it to Division so, one? Again, you're not the, you know, there's, you're not the only guy trying to get in these D1 schools and, and get on the court. Yeah. Right, and only playing one year high school, didn't make the playoff your senior year, did very well individually. Right, had only other one me, one of two seniors was me and a guy named Andrew Gordon with the only seniors. Everybody else is freshmen and sophomores on the team. They don't care. They got more years, right? You understand? So, um, so just doing that, the process, you know, the mindset. You're in your mindset. You're going. I don't have the resume, man. How am I going to get to this? Right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's let's do this. Let's put a quick pin in it. We're going to come right back. And I want to finish that story because I want to get into really, you know, obviously your backstory is critically important to how we all get here and what this organization is about. But I know how passionate you are about the work this organization is doing and is going to do. Yes. So we're going to dive right into that. It's your boy, Tommy D, the one and only nonprofit sector connector. I mean, there might be other nonprofit sector connectors out there, but I made up the nickname. So I think I'm the one and only. We'll be right back. Let's get it. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the Nonprofit Sector Connector, coming at you from my attic. Each week here on TalkRadio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on TalkRadio.nyc. What really drives success in business? Introducing Intangify, the show that explores the intangible assets that create value and growth. I'm Matthew Asnell, your host and an attorney focused on innovation. Join me Fridays at noon Eastern to discover how innovation, culture, and other intangibles shape driving companies from startups to established businesses. We'll share strategies to unleash your business's true potential. Tune in live on talkradio.nyc Fridays at noon Eastern and Intangify your business today. Were you an essential worker during the pandemic? If you needed to learn stages of epilepsy, did you depend on advocates? Did you use new innovations to cope with mental and neurological issues? Maintaining high quality of life and keeping good mental health are what we all strive for. I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each week, top healthcare influencers, professionals, and innovators answer these questions and more. Stay tuned on Thursdays at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will continue to be Frank About Health with all of you. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Nonprofits need connections to move in good directions. So cut through all the static. Join Tommy in his attic. We're back. We're back, your boy, the one and only. All right, I said it, the one and only nonprofit sector connector. I call myself sometimes El Nino, you know, the kid. Although I will be 46 tomorrow, I will always be your boy and I'll always be the kid. Let's go. H2O back on the show. Let's get it going. So, all right, so you, you get into you go play. Let's. I want to speed this story up because I really want to get into the nonprofit side yeah, of it. Right. So let's talk about, so you, you end up at you, Sullivan and then you play there and then you end up. How, so, how, so. So I ended up at Sullivan Community College, do very well there. A coach named Chad Beaton, he was there at the time. I went from not even supposed to be on the team to the MVP of the team, um, you know, leading them into, you know, uh, the, you know, to the playoffs and everything like that. They did a big article and stuff. And I'm, I'm too young. I don't really understand these things at that time or, or what we're actually doing at this point. It's just basketball to me. So I wound up, yeah. So I wound up going there, did very well. 
Division three junior college, but one of the top Division three junior colleges in the nation. Sullivan is. Um, I wound up leaving there. I made a pit stop somewhere else, Monroe, Rochester. Um, that was one of the worst decisions I ever could have did in my life. The coach Chad Beaton left from Sullivan to go over to Vegas, and it kind of messed me up. But I went out there. I had to get a hardship red shirt from the guy named Tippy. That's where the guy Tippy came in. He helped me get that process and everything. And the 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 baseball coach at Monroe Rochester helped me get my paperwork together because the head coach of the basketball team wasn't trying to help me get my paperwork together. My mother was sick at the time, but it was it was crazy anyway. I wound up that kind of comes come through. I wound up going to Chafee and Rancho Cucamonga, California. That's a junior college in Rancho Cucamonga, California. I wound up being one of the best. Like, I led them in scoring. We went to the Elite Eight at that time where we beat Long Beach uh, City, but they had a whole bunch of Division One recruits. And we went the furthest that we did at that point in time uh, in Chafee basketball history. Um, I led them in scoring and everything. But with that hardship red shirt, I had to wait. I didn't know that I was able to play until literally a week before the season started because I had to wait. So I literally left and had I went out to California not knowing if I could play wow. or not because I had to wait for that thing to go through. But, again, that story is insane. So I well, wound up going there. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna sp- we'll spend two hours on that story because, you know yeah, what, that, yeah. to me, there's, there's something in that. I mean, we got an agenda oh, here. for sure. Perseverance and perseverance, adversity, taking a shot, not knowing if you're gonna if it's gonna happen, but you're going anyway on faith, right? All that, all of that, and I, I literally I, I moved out of the <laughs> man. Just think about it, it makes me sick sometimes because I, I moved out of like the dorms with the players, so I had to train on my by myself. I had to get with the football team and uh, over at Monroe, get with a couple of players, ran with the track coach, things of that nature. Played an intramural basketball. During that time, just to stay in basketball shape, that was crazy. Why up getting a, a? Are you kids listening to my friend gang? That's what it is. It ain't about oh, I'm sorry, man, I, I can't get gym time or I can't. So get outside and run, do something, right? No, I, I pretty much, man. I, I did it all, man. I it was it was. Imagine being in a school that you had a scholarship at, and you still have your scholarship, but you're not playing on the team. And you're not practicing with the co- the team at all. Nothing, no team yeah. activities. I had to create my own uh my own um my own schedule like like a routine and a regiment that you're 100 percent you know and that was what that could have that time could have man the thing that i think about sometimes that i came overcame is is sometimes it's crazy because i don't talk about this stuff all the time um, again we're just getting to know each other right i think we're gonna know each other a long time but i think that is my opinion the stuff you should be talking about you know maybe there's a book here maybe you have your own show whatever for sure for sure my story is crazy and i tell people that all the time um when i get a chance to talk about it it's like wow that wow wow oh oh my god like you know and then so i went to chafee my mother passed away when i was at chafee so i got the hardship red shirt and then she, she passed away in december 11th uh 2004 my mom passed away so now i, I go almost 20 years yeah, 20 right now, years now. Wow, wow 20 years wow. well this year be 2019 yeah 19 it's crazy crazy but um so you know that happened and then i had to overcome that yeah. finish out the season i get a, a wind up getting a full scholarship to sacramento state sacramento state is a division one program big ci conference my that's the only school that I played two consecutive years in my junior and senior year. If you think wow. about a high school, one year Sullivan. Yeah. Wow. So, and then my senior year, I led them in scoring, broke three point records, steals record, all that stuff. Big sky led the team. The, I was looking at the accolades. They send me some stuff sometime and I'm like, wow, I did all that. Yeah. And you know, at my size, I'm not the biggest guy I'm in the world. Who are you? I'm like five eleven, six foot. Yeah. With my shoe, with my shoes on, I'm six foot. You know what I mean? I, <laughs> I got to tell you, you know, my old man and I, although he's like kind of shrinking at this point in life, you know, in his age, right? He loves when I call him my old man. No, he doesn't at all. But, uh, you know, <laughs> he always said, go, and I'm going to just put him out there, but he would go, yeah, I'm 5'11 and a half. Yo, let me tell you something, man. Even if I was 5'11 and a half, I'm six foot. I don't care. Unless, what are you going to measure me? Somebody going to like measure me and, and wearing a ball? I'm, <laughs> I'm six foot with my shoes off. I'm like 5'11 and something. I don't, I don't walk around with my shoes off. You know what no. I mean? We're not walking. We're no. not. We're not we're not eight we're not animals out here. We walk <laughs> we walk around with our shoes on. So I'm six foot, six foot even. Real, I want to spin this quick. I would, 
hell of a career when you at, at, at that you know then you go to the pros right i want to move from the pros because i want to get back to why does this organization exist so next time you come back on the show we'll talk more about you the career but why yeah, ball, sure. what what why is this a thing man baller for pieces uh there's a lot of things that transpired in my my life and then you know my best friend mark Amerton was killed gunned down in hollis queens and um I started something during that time, and we did a lot during that time to try to bring awareness to the senseless acts of violence that was going on. And then, you know, later on, you have the Eric Gardner, the Mike Brown situation where senseless acts, you know, uh, George Floyd, things of that nature, it was just happening. Things were happening, and people were dying over senseless. Eric, Eric Gardner lost his life for a, a, a Lucy, loose cigarettes. I know. I like remember. Like a loose cigarettes. They said he was selling loose cigarettes. Okay, who cares? So what are you gonna do? Why are you choking? What are we choking them out for? You choking them out? You kill them? Boom! You know, Mike Mike Brown lost. They, you know, he lost his life for a Snickers bar. They said he stole a. I, I, you know, uh, uh, you know, the kid lost his, for Skittles. You know, he lost his life from a, a vigilante, some random who's people don't. You know, people don't realize. So I've had a lot of friends on on the show. Um, you know, avenues for justice, as an example, my friend Bobby Brown, she's um, the executive director at Young New Yorkers. You know, these are organizations that get, get involved when people get incarcerated or they get arrested and, you know, intervention and kind of um, um, alternative to incarceration. So, look, pe- those, those are cool, but th- those, that's not even my message. You yeah, know, tell- that's not that's that's not my message. My message is peace through sports. Right. My, my message is the more sports that we played the more, you know, lives we save. You understand? We can play sports and the more lives we save. The more lives we save, you know? That's, it, that's, how do you think that? Because we're teaching kids to keep them Because of my, my experiences with yeah. people. Yeah. With people, through sports. I meet people through sports all the time. I played in foreign countries. I didn't know. We didn't speak the same language. Right. But yeah. we was on that basketball court. We spoke this you basketball. Have, you have instant rapport. Like being in a room that, that at your event last week, I had rapport with these people, yeah. you know, because and it was a connection. Right? Yeah. Right away. So peace through sports. Right. And I know that because I play that and I live it literally. It's something that I do yeah. that, you know, can adapt to everybody else. And it, and it has because I'm not the first person who's done this. You understand what I'm saying? I'm not the first person who's played basketball and I'm not the first person who connected on the team. I, we have come from all different backgrounds. There's people who live in the suburbs. There's people who live out of the country, different places. But when we're on that court, we're one. We're one. We're, we're together. We're trying to win. Even when you're playing pickup, you're yeah. playing pickup ball. You may be a good defender, right? You're a good defender, but not that good of a shooter. Bro, you're going to lock up, get that steal, give it to me, the point guard, yeah, right and on. I'll make the decision. You understand what I'm saying? Right. So we know how to use people and what they do best in sports a yeah. center he's a big tall guy finished around the rim dunked the ball things of that nature so this is why i started balling for peace peace through sports because of all the senseless acts of violence that was happening and i wanted to do something positive and i want to bring people together and what better way to do that than sports but particularly basketball that's well, what i started haven't been in the room haven't been in the gymnasium last week for two days the jv teams on wednesday of last week and then the varsity teams coming through you know i mean the you know the second day i was there from like 8 30 in the morning till almost 9 30 10 o'clock at night so there was yeah. basketball all day like i i just if you wanted to be you know i i i've been telling people about it for a week I, it was one of the coolest things so Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people coming through throughout the day. In and out, in and out, in and out, in and out, all day. Yep. Cool, man. It was, and I made a whole bunch of new so, friends. So, so that was, you know, we, you know, that was the evolution of Balling for Peace with the high school classic and everything like that. But we started out with our celebrity games, okay. our celebrity basketball game. Our first game was at Baruch College, um, January. January 24th, 2015 was our first celebrity game. We had so many people want to do it. We did it during New York City Peace Week, okay. uh, organization called Knife Camp. And we did it during New York City Peace Week. And um, we just kept it going. We had Jim Jones, Mac Wild, Little Mama, Fred the Godson, God Rest His Soul. We had a whole cast of like Love and Hip Hop New York at the time. They were very hot. Um, the, the list goes on and on to all the celebrities. We had so many people there that we had to do two celebrity games. Really, we did two of them because there were so many people that committed to the game. Like the celebrity game, is oh that yeah, so- we yeah. just had it our seventh annual because of COVID. We had two year kind of you know uh, we had Whoopi Goldberg came out last game. I saw a picture of you and, on and Lehman College. 
Yeah, yeah. that was at Lehman College in June 3rd. Yeah, you know what? I saw that when I was Googling you the other day, and I was like, wow, man. That's like, that is a celebrity, man. Like, that's a <laughs> At a different level, man. You know? Different level, different level celebrity. So yeah, so we still do those. We're gonna do that again in June, first week of June. Uh, we're gonna lock in a new spot for that. But um, yeah, peace to sports. Come out for uh, that. Event. Come again. How many people come out for an event like that? Sheesh. Tons, bro. Tons, thousands. Like you know, my first game we had over two thousand people. We got you know talk about the Italian ice, yeah. something like that. We got yeah, we gotta get you guys out as well too. You know what I'm saying? So. Then, yeah. uh, we do the celebrity basketball. We do the flag football game, back to school supply drive. We play against NYPD and softball and in flag football. And then we also, uh, we do our bowling, holiday bowling toy drive. We didn't get to do that this year because I had to put so much focus in on this, uh, the elite 32, yeah. uh, to end out the year, but we usually do it. It's a holiday. Yes. Shout yes, out. Yes, yes, yes. I got, I need more gear. I'm telling you, I saw some of those shorts. I got you. I gotta get gotcha. this. I love the the logo, everybody. So I'll share. We're gonna go to a quick break in a second. But this yeah. logo, it's like a it's a bird, right? It's like it's, it's all a bird. It's a piece. It's a piece, though. I love yeah. that. I love yeah, it. Balling for peace. Even the marks and everything. Like you know, shout out to my guy Thomas for that. Who, who the guy? He's a guy. Like your creative guy, Thomas Till. He's creative. You know, he does all all the merch. He does everything. Yeah, it's my guy. I love, I love it. Can can we go to a quick break? Can you give me maybe? I know you're you're on the clock right now. Yeah, yeah. So we got like a shot clock going for for H2O right now, but I want to take a break. We'll come back and then you just let me know when you got to go and, and then I'll, and we'll, we'll, we'll cut it off there. Sounds good. Got it. Got, got it. All right. So we'll be right back gang. I'm going to share the website balling number four piece balling for peace.org. So uh, Ron and I'll be right back. Are you a high achieving growth oriented leader? Are you interested in developing your authentic leadership while creating a healthy, inclusive workplace? Hi, I'm Dr. Mira Bronco, host of the hard skills on talkradio.nyc at 5 p.m. Eastern on Tuesdays, where we discuss how leaders develop the hard skills needed to make a greater impact. We interview experts, have live coaching, and tackle these challenges. Listen to the hard skills on Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Hey, everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector, coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Nonprofits need connections to move in good directions. So cut through all the static. Join Tommy in his attic. We're back. The one and only, I like to say, nonprofit sector connector. All right, so listen, here we are. We're at the final, what I like to call the lightning round. The lightning round, because I always want to be a game show host, H2O. So you <laughs> you got it. You got, you're, you're doing it, man. You got so, it. I'm doing it. So here's where, listen, let's just let's just hit it strong on the way. I know you got to get back to it because you're on the clock. Yeah. What's that hat you're wearing, by the way? Uh, it's a lo- uh, uh, it says love. Um, basketball, like a horn. Yeah, heart like loving basketball. You know what I mean. I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, you had a you had a really cool hat on the other day. I think it's for for your brand. With it was like a piece. Yeah, piece. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's fair, fair. No one apparel. Uh, we're about to do some limited merch with that limited uh line of merch with the peace sign and everything like that. Balling for peace. Fair no one apparel. So fear no one meaning like you don't fear anything. You know what I mean. You can't live with fear. You know what I mean. I love it. Now, your he- imagination anyway. It, it, I cut you off. I'm sorry. Say it again. I said it's all in your imagination anyway. You know, oh, yeah. 
It's all in your imagination. Anyway, gang, think about that. We, we, you know, on this show, we, we drop knowledge and that's why Paul's right here. It's all in your imagination, gang. You, you know, if you think you can, or you think you can't, you're right. Right. It's all about that. It's about vision. It's about seeing what, what you want, man. I love that. We, bruh, we, I, 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 I don't see, I don't see any bruh, people. <laughs> it's a lot of stuff that goes on. People are always saying, Oh, you didn't see, I did this. I didn't. Bro, I'd be tunnel vision, especially when it comes down. Like, we had so many different things going on in New York or, or in the city and in Jersey, other events. But if those people were supposed to be connected to, to us and our events, they would have been there. Yeah. Or if they were supposed to be over there, then they're going to be there. At the end of the day, I can't, when I realized that I can't control anything that anyone else does, that was when I was the most empowered over okay. myself. I empowered and also you're, I guess, freer now. Like, all right, so I, right, and that's it. And I, I teach my kids that, man. Like, look, it's not about what happens; it's about how we react to what happens, right? It's, it's all that, and it's like, you know, you can control what you can control, which is very little. I realize as I get older and older, but you know, it's, it, it's good. Look, and we, you and I could talk for days. I, I want to have you yeah, back. Yeah. Maybe we just do it one day. I think we'll, I, if it's cool with you, one day we just do a Facebook live. And we just kick it, and we have no time clock, and it's just you and me. Oh, I'm down. I'm down. I'm down for all that, man. I just was supposed to have a little bit more time, but I didn't today. But um, we only have you know, we, could, we could we could tap on. We could tap in. We could go on Instagram live or something like yeah. that too. You know that's that yeah yeah. We'll make it happen because there's so much knowledge to really drop on folks. So so tell me what you need for this organization. That's how I so I call it the lightning round. But it's really look. We've established what the organization's about. We've told people who the leader is. What do you need, man? Like, how do we help? How do I get you some connections? We we need knowledge, right? We need to know how. Like, we need the knowledge. Like, people, a lot of people who hold back, like, information. We need information. You understand? We need the information on how to do certain things. We we we, we uh, have a proven rack, track record of bringing people out, right? We can get the people to come out. We yeah. do a lot of grassrooting things. And we do like like a lot of this, this stuff with on a shoestring budget. Yeah, yeah. I, on a sho- we don't have we. You know, I haven't. I have yet to receive a grant. All right, look, never received a grant. Two things I got to drop for you that we need to talk about. You and I will take this offline. But we, meaning my partners and I, and a couple other friends, started something called the Nonprofit Resource Hub, which is a trade organization for nonprofit leaders and their teams to learn. Nonprofitresourcehub.org. Gang, check it out. Or or uh, send me an email, Tommy D at philanthropy and focus, P-O-H-S.com. You know, but you and I'll talk about it around. I'll get you hooked up with that. Also, I want you to be my guest at the Long Island Imagine Awards. If you're in New York and you can be on Long Island, that event, be there. that's it. May 1st of this year. Uh, at I'll be there. Our country Club will work out the details. But the Imagine Awards, my friend Ken Serini, who founded the Imagine Awards, who's a CPA who works with hundreds of nonprofit organizations. I mean, we have the resources. I have the people. So if it's knowledge I, and information, yeah. we'll get that. That's that's that's, a- that's yeah. That's what we need. That's all we need. Knowledge, information. And then, uh, you know, uh, I'll tell people this all the time. We got options for people to support with their purchase. You know, when they come out, support with your purchase. You know, come in and, um, you know, do what you got to do and, and make things happen on that end. Um, you know, we're, we're giving out a really good product. We have yeah. a really, really good product that we're pushing out and a really good organization that's uh, forthcoming. And we, we do what we got to do. We don't, you know, we don't, we don't, um, we don't skip any, you know, steps. We do all the things that we got to do. And when people see us, we look like a Nike. We look like a, you know, Adidas. We look like, you know, different, bigger organizations when they're pushing these brands out. And it's like, oh, why, wait, why don't I know about you? Why don't I want to know more about you? So yeah. um, as long as, you know, the people are coming and they're reacting like that, then we're, we're in a good space. So now meeting people like yourself who can help us in that other sector, the nonprofit yeah. sector. Yeah, to where we can get these grants and funding, and the sky's the limit, literally. So I, I don't even you. worry about that. I don't think you need to worry about. It. I know I heard the bell say by the bell. I know you got to go probably to your your next meeting. But I, I'll tell you, the thing for me is I'm happy to connect you. I see your spirit. I I feel where you're going from just watching you that day. Your team is incredible. I had a great. I, I with, with all of, like it's funny. Like I was on the stoop with a guy called Cheese at like eight thirty. Yep morning that right is. and i don't i don't know this guy haran i don't know who he is i don't know nothing about him right but i'm there because i'm representing a company helping somebody out with some different work and i'm there you know and i met all these people like the one guy who makes me laugh that dude box office that guy box office. Yes, sir. something else man i met so my point is like i was there 
in initially like kind of like a vendor right but i'm yeah. fast i'm like i'm in community here with all these folks you're oh, you're sure. charisma she's something else man I had a great conversation with her for a couple times throughout the days um so i i would i'm thrilled i only know you since like you know eight days oh, wait, eight days now yeah well, sure. we're, we're, we're connected now we're, we're locked in bro and um the sky's the sky's the limit, man, and beyond. And we're going to keep pushing it and, and, and making everything work, you know? Yes, I know you got to go. So leave them with this. How do they connect with you? What's the best way to follow what you're doing? Uh, you can follow at H205 on Instagram. Follow Ballin' for Peace, B-A-L-L-I-N, the number four in the word peace. Uh, hit us up on uh, on our website, ballinforpeace.org, B-A-L-L-I-N, the number four in the word peace, dot org. Uh, you know, lock in with our newsletter. You know, we'll, we'll get things, get the ball rolling, man. You know, uh, hit us up, Google. Google yeah. works, you know. Yeah. So it's, work. it's yeah. one of my favorite things, man. I Google things all day long. I want to let you go because I know you got somewhere to be. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for being my new friend. And I got like only about 50 people that I think it would benefit from knowing you and you'd benefit from knowing them. So we'll start with one and then we'll go to two and we'll get to 50 at some point. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it, brother. I appreciate you. Yes, sure. you. Have a great one. I'll see you later on. All right. Okay. All right, everybody, uh, that was my friend, Haran H2O Hargrave. The organization, again, is Ballin' for Peace. Go to ballin'4peace.org. We're going to bring the show to a close. As I always say, look, I'm here for two reasons. I'm here to help these nonprofits tell their story and amplify their message, and I just love doing it. I have some really exciting news on some new ventures that I'm going to be involved with that are going to support the nonprofit sector going into or being in 2024 and beyond, which I will share about you or I will share that with you going forward. And uh, all I'd ask you to do is keep checking in with your boy. I'm here every Friday morning from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. The show's philanthropy and focus. And to stay in touch with me, TommyD.NYC on Instagram and TommyD at philanthropyinfocus.com, P-H-O-C-U-S. Logan, great job on the other side of the glass. A lot of moving parts today, so I appreciate you. Appreciate everybody checking in. Connect with your nonprofits. Get involved. I was at a meeting early this morning. I said the two most important things, love and compassion. And that's what the nonprofit sector represents to me. Make it a great day. I'll see you guys next week right here in my attic. Nonprofits need connections to move in good directions. So cut through all the static. Join Tommy in his attic. listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Were you an essential worker during the pandemic? If you needed to learn stages of epilepsy, did you depend on advocates? Did you use new innovations to cope with mental and neurological issues? Maintaining high quality of life and keeping good mental health are what we all strive for. I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each week, top healthcare influencers, professionals, and innovators answer these questions and more. Stay tuned on Thursdays at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will continue to be frank about health with all of you. What really drives success in business? Introducing Intangify, the show that explores the intangible assets that create value and growth. I'm Matthew Asbell, your host and an attorney focused on innovation. Join me Fridays at noon Eastern to discover how innovation, culture, and other intangibles shape driving companies from startups to established businesses. We'll share strategies to unleash your business's true potential. Tune in live on talkradio.nyc Fridays at noon Eastern and intangify your business today. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? 
I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you a high-achieving, growth-oriented leader? Are you interested in developing your authentic leadership while creating a healthy, inclusive workplace? Hi, I'm Dr. Mira Bronku, host of The Hard Skills on talkradio.nyc at 5 p.m. Eastern on Tuesdays, where we discuss how leaders develop the hard skills needed to make a greater impact. We interview experts, have live coaching, and tackle these challenges. Listen to The Hard Skills on Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. 